there folks and welcome to another episode of Eddie and his amazing friends hero cast just me just solo today that's okay that's okay I like the solo episodes I don't know let me let me know if you guys enjoy them or not but uh, you can let me know on uh, Twitter at Eddie C85 that's Eddie with a Y or EC underscore hero or Instagram at EC hero cast uh, yeah, I think that's everything. So, yeah, this is episode 178. 178. Sorry, 177. Math is hard. But, 177, we are doing the old guard. Uh, this is why I like the solo episodes, because I have a story to tell. So, it's been a while since I've told, like, a story of my life, I think. I don't know, maybe it hasn't, but... In my line of work, over the years, I've, I've called many, many banks. I've called insurance companies. Uh, hell, a month or so ago, I called a, um, a law office. So I've had to deal with the, uh, what do you call those? The automated systems. Oh, I've had to deal with so many automated systems. And I've never encountered an automated system as worse and as frustrating as the one that I had to deal with today for the U.S. immigration. I, I really, oh, as you guys know, or maybe you don't, uh, fiance is uh, from the Philippines, so trying to get her over here. It's not that kind of marriage. I've heard that joke before. So, but no, uh, trying to trying to do all that, and there was. Look, this is why I could never work for the government. This is a real thing I'm about to tell you. You're supposed to submit headshots with this application, right? I don't know why. You're you're already submitting a photo of your passport, so like that has your headshot, but whatever. Okay, so I submitted a photo of the headshot. Notice today, actually she noticed, I didn't, but it says the paper that you submitted on has to be like glossy paper. And we just use regular printer paper. And I'm like, this is this is something only the government would do. Where it's like, nope, has to be this sort of paper. Like, who, who could honestly care? Like, who came up with this rule? That's what I'd love to know. I would love to know them sitting around like, well, what should we make people do? Like, well, let's have them submit a headshot. Which, by the way, is stupid. And it's like, oh, and, and then make sure it's on glossy paper. Like, who cares what paper it's on? Do I look like the photo or not when you meet me for the interview? Like, the whole thing is ridiculous. Um, so that part is annoying. But forgetting all that, I wanted, I wanted to just call and just... I, all I wanted to do was just verify. Like, is this, is this for real? 
And look, if it is, if, if they told me, like, yes, it needs to be glossy photo, I'd say, okay, okay, my mistake, I didn't notice it, I didn't think you guys would be that, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's I just can't get over that, who cares, like, what paper it's on, God, but anyway, I was gonna call, ask if it really, really matters, so I get to this automated system, and it's, this automated system thinks it's so smart. It's like I, it's like you can complete, you can speak in complete sentences, and I can understand you. Lies. So, I say like, I have a question about documents I submitted. You want to check your application status, right? No, I want to. I have a question about a photograph. I'm asking every variation, and just you want to check your application status, right? Like, no, I don't. And then I'm like, okay, representative. And believe me, I know all the tricks. You say representative, hit zero a bunch of times, zero, zero, zero pound. I, I know all these. And if you, and then I, I, this blew me away. The automated system, honest to God, I'm not making this up. It says, I can do things that representatives can't do. Bullshit. You cannot. You literally can't. I'm asking you a simple question and you are unable to answer it. So, this is proof. This is proof you cannot do more than a representative. Like, that's not possible. And then it's like, and then you can get even more information on our chat service. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. And if you keep saying representative, it's like, if you keep asking for a live representative, I will be forced to disconnect the call. I'm like, this is insane. Like, it's threatening to not help me because I'm asking for help. I'm like, no wonder people are like crossing the border. They were probably trying to call and get their application updated and something. And it's like, well, can't get through. Might as well just walk over. That's what I would do. Jeez. So I get to the uh, the chat service, right? And look, I'm not here to judge. I understand jobs are outsourced. I don't think a job that requires someone to speak really good English because it involves very detailed contracts, uh, documents, all these official government forms. And it's gonna you're going to have people asking very tr tough questions. I don't know where this person was from, but English was not their first language. And I'm not judging, I'm not saying they, you can't outsource and have jobs elsewhere. I'm saying maybe this shouldn't be a job that is outsourced. Because I would ask the question, and in broken English, I would get a response. And then I said, what I surmised was if they want the photos on the glossy paper they will request it, and it's up to that office to decide. And then I said, well, should I send them in just to be sure, or are they just going to reach out? And then it's like, the chat has ended. Like, okay, uh, wasn't done. And then the thing pops up, it's like, would you like to provide feedback, or da-da-da? And it's like, it's like, I have more questions. I didn't get my questions all the way answered. It's like, well, you can connect to a live representative. Okay, let's try that again. And I click connect to a live representative, and it says, this feature is unavailable right now. I'm like, okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, 
yeah it's just I, I can't I can't deal with it so that's what I'm going with I'm going with if they want the glossy photos they can ask me for them but my goodness I was just like I was I was just blown away the fact that the automated system had the balls to say I can do more than a live representative like that's that's a lie you're literally not doing more than a live representative could do. I'm asking you a question, and you're not understanding it. Like, how, again, at some point, someone programmed that to say that. Who who programmed a machine to say I can do more than a human? You you cannot. I I'm I. This is proof of this. So, I just. I was blown away. I've I've never come across a more frustrating. And it's like you couldn't get to a real person. It was not possible. I'm literally Googling how to do it. And like all the, I'm guessing they changed their, their automated system recently because everything, all all the instructions I had to get to a real person were outdated. Like I could just tell it's like, Oh, from this menu, click there, press this. And from this menu, press this. It's like none of those are menus anymore. So they must've updated it recently, but, and look, I get it. Immigration's busy. I understand that. I understand I'm not the only customer. I understand my question wasn't even that pressing, but it was just, it was, it was, I thought, oh, this will just be a quick five minute call, you know, minus the whole time. I I would expect to wait on hold. I'm like, minus the whole time. It's just going to be, once I connect to a person, I'll have this really quick question. They'll be able to tell me. I'll be able to say, thanks. Boom. Done. No, it was so much more complicated than that. But, uh, yeah. So, that's uh that was my story hopefully that brought some enjoyment today is the old guard which came out in everyone's favorite year 2020 what was the exact release date uh believe i had it as july 10th and that is correct july 10th 2020 dropped on netflix so a budget of seven million box office zero but we don't count that. We just count it as part of the streaming. So it is in the, it's in the bottom. I have it as the 176 ranked movie. It's kind of like in the, the gray area. Um, wait, I said that was episode 177. Hmm, I'm missing a movie on my list. Interesting. So anyway, uh, but yeah, it's in the gray area of streaming. So you're just paying Netflix. Netflix gives you content i guess um so 70 million did it bring in 70 million worth of viewers and subscriptions who knows uh critics critics liked it 80 percent fans 70 percent so pretty strong oh time capsule my goodness i'm jumping ahead of myself that's what happens when you tell a story the uh, champions at the time, let's see, got a little bit of a mix-up. Not mix-up, a uh, shake-up. So, so a mini shake-up. Uh, WWE champion Drew McIntyre, Universal champion Braun Strowman, NXT champion Keith Lee, Raw Women's champion Asuka, and one of my favorite title changes of all time when Becky announced she was pregnant. That was cool. SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey. I kept saying it was Becky for like a five or six shows now. I apologize. It was Bailey. NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai. AEW 
John Moxley and AEW Women's Champion Hikaru Shida. And for two more days, IWGP Champion Tetsuya Naito. Number one song, Rockstar by DaBaby. Eh, it's okay. Not my favorite. And then the time capsule. What was I doing in 2020? Well, I'll tell you what. This will actually tie into next week's episode a little bit more, but I'll, I'll get it started. Movie theaters were opened back up here in Ohio. Movie theaters got opened up, so... Look, there wasn't a lot to do in 2020, you know? Like, there wasn't any... Um, you know, what was it last week's, uh, last week's episode, I talked about restaurants were reopening, you know, there was, now movie theaters were open, but it's like, you know, there wasn't, um, what's the word? Live sports, that's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, there wasn't live sports at the time, there wasn't really, uh, I mean, like, a lot of the you know, big places you would go, you know, for instance, like the, the casino here in Columbus, that wasn't open. Um, just like big places like, like that, you know, um, I mean, there were still like bars and restaurants that were open, you know, there was some fun stuff to do, but you know, they had all these restrictions and sometimes you, you know, people wouldn't want to go out or, it's like, oh, well, so-and-so's sick, so I can't go out. and It's like, I understand. It's annoying, but I understand. Um, but yeah, so movie theaters reopening was a big deal because it's like, okay, something to do. And most of the time I was just seeing, I think I saw in the summer of 2020, two new movies that people, a uh, Tenant, I saw Tenant, that came out. But I saw a lot of like indie movies, um, not a lot, but like two or three. I saw like a foreign film that came from China with Jackie Chan. Like most of it was in Mandarin. It was not that good, but it's like, eh, it's something. Um, let's see. A lot of older movies. I saw Jaws in the summer of 2020, Fifth Element, uh, Ghostbusters, I think, was thrown in there. So, yeah, I mean, there was, again, it's something to do. It's something to do. That's all I was after. It was just something to do. Kill time. But do not miss 2020. Not one bit. Um, let's see. I think that's everything. Let's dive into the cast. I still feel like I'm forgetting something. I just kind of went out of order and that threw me off. Anyway. Yeah, let's dive into the cast. Um, hey, shout out. Oh, I can never get this guy's name right. But uh, Chowitel Ijofor as James Copley, our old, our old pal Baron Mordor from uh, Doctor Strange. He's in this. Uh, I'll be honest, not a lot of the characters really stood out to me. They're kind of more background characters. They don't have much development. I suppose the exception would be Kiki Lane as Niall Freeman. She did pretty good, I thought. She did good. Um, and we'll get into her character. I mean, some of the choices they had her character make were a little strange. Which, again, I'll get into. But overall, I, I did like her character. I thought if the movie didn't have her in it, it would... Mm, 
it's just it's it's hard to explain without going into the plot. But uh, I thought if the movie didn't have her in it, it wouldn't be as good. Which sounds weird, but it's you, it'll make sense. But uh, the main the main event, Charlize Theron as Andy slash Andromache. I'm just gonna call her Andy. She she killed it. I mean, Charlize Theron. It's funny. We've had a, our fair share of female superheroes. You know, Wonder Woman, uh, Captain Marvel, Jump Out. But I would not describe Gal Gadot or Brie Larson as a badass. I would not. Not saying that I didn't enjoy those characters. I liked Wonder Woman. Captain Marvel was eh. But, you know, I don't... I wouldn't describe... I mean, like Black Widow. The Black Widow character is kind of a badass, I guess. I don't know if I would even describe Scarlett Johansson as a badass. A little bit. But I'm talking, you know, Sigourney Weaver in Aliens. Carrie Ann Moss in The Matrix. Linda Hamilton. Terminator. Sarah Connor. Those, to me, that's like... I know Mount Rushmore is four, but that's like the Mount Rushmore female badasses in movies. To me. To me. And Charlize Theron is right up there. Like, she... She's a badass. And... I would describe a badass as a woman who's like... She, I mean, she can be attractive. It does. It's not a requirement. I mean, clearly Charlize Theron is. But it's like, she looks good, but it's like she's believable and that she could still beat you up. And it's like, yes, I, I, I believe that Charlize Theron could do all the things she does. Like, I, I buy into it. So, this was a role... Perfect for her. Perfect. This was a perfect role for her. Uh, so I, I I enjoyed it. Uh, let's dive into the plot, shall we? We open in Morocco, and Andy is given a mission from... Oh, that's what I was forgetting, the history of this movie. Uh, I had none. I had none. I didn't know it existed. I actually just found out about it a few months ago when I was adding to the list... So, I had never heard of it. Um, I was like, okay. This is on Netflix, by the way. And it's kind of crazy that, like, a superhero movie dropped in the middle of the pandemic and, like, on Netflix, and I just wasn't aware of it. But, uh, fiance has seen it. I haven't. It's a rarity in our relationship. I usually have seen, for every nine, for every nine movies I've seen, she's probably seen one of them. <laughs> so... I guess 10 movies I've seen. But anyway, we open in Morocco. Andy is given a mission from the CIA agent James Copley. She's got to rescue some kidnapped kids in South Sudan. Fun fact, the world's newest country, but also the poorest. I guess that's not very fun. That's depressing. So Andy, Booker, Joe, and Nikki, they, uh, that's the team, the old guard, they head to this base in the South Sudan, and when they get there, they are all killed by, like, ten dudes with machine guns. And this is where we find out what their superpower is. We see them actually, even though they got loaded with bullets, think 
uh, RoboCop, Alex Murphy. <laughs> they all start the, the their their skin rejects the bullets, I guess, and they the bullets get pushed out, kind of like Wolverine. They can all heal from their wounds. They all get back up to kill the ten or so guys. Andy figures out this was a setup. There was a camera in the room, and Copley was recording them. And next to his laptop is a photo of what looks like the same group in the Civil War. Elsewhere in Afghanistan, a U.S. Marine named Nile is looking for this terrorist guy, and she finds him. They neutralize him, but in this in this guy's dying moments, he reaches up and slices her neck, and it kills her, or so we think. Our team is riding on a train. They're all asleep, and they all wake up by a vision of Niles's murder. Niles, murder, not Niles's. I don't know. I'm thinking Fraser, but they're all awakened by her, and they see where she was. It was in a military hospital. So Copley goes to this pharmacy executive, Stephen Merrick, who's working on research to end dementia, extend life expectancy by years. He mentions. And he shows him footage of the team, the old guard, getting back up from the dead. So he's thinking, like, okay, I'll use whatever powers they have to create this, you know, drug to help people fight diseases and everything. So the team locates Nile, and they, I guess they kind of take her. And I guess she's just going to be reported as AWOL, or kidnapped, either way. It's a dishonorable discharge. And Andy explains that she can't die. And Andy tells Niall that she leads this group of immortal warriors. And they've been doing this for centuries. And Niall goes with her. And they take off in this plane to Paris. But on the way there, Niall's, Niall tries to take over the plane. Doesn't work. Andy and Niall fight. Does seem odd that you just found out that you're immortal. And while Andy's not like the most helpful person in the world... Like, don't you have, like, a million questions? Like, instead it's like, no, let me try to point a gun at this person, even though they, I know they can't die because I stabbed them earlier and they just pulled the knife out and I saw them heal, but whatever. So they fight, and Niall gets some injuries in the fight, but she heals up very quickly. Cut to France at an old church outside of Paris. The immortals tell Niall about Quinn. The first one Andy found. They found they fought in the medieval times, but were hanged, and then that didn't work. So they put Quinn inside an Iron Maiden and tossed her into the ocean. And they mentioned like, oh, 500 years underwater, all alone. That could drive anyone mad. And it's like, yeah. Which has always been one of my questions. Like, could Wolverine survive being underwater? Like, could you drown Wolverine? Like, these people are different. They're immortal. Like, they can't be killed. But, like, Wolverine just heals quick. But, like, drowning isn't a symptom that you can heal from. It's Your lungs are filled with water. There's no air in you anymore. So, I don't know. I've always wondered that. I feel like you could drown Wolverine. But I don't know. They also threw him in the river in the Days of Future Past, and he didn't die. So, I don't know. Good question, though. So, Niall wants to leave, but Andy talks her out of it while they were outside. Booker was... They're outside of the church, by the way. Bunch of the Copley's men come in. 
Booker gets gutted and his guts are like spilling out. So it takes him a takes him a minute to come back from the dead. Uh, Joe and Nikki are gone. Uh, Copley took them. They uh, this was a weird scene. Like the guards that have uh, Joe and Nikki, they joked and called him like, "Oh, it's your boyfriend." And then he's like, "He's more than a boyfriend." He's meant more to me than anyone else. And then they have like this... It just comes from completely out of nowhere. Then they have like this passionate kiss. And it's like, what? (laughs) Like, these two dudes that we know very little about were being made fun of. Like, haha, you're gay. And it's like, yeah, we are. And then they just... It's like, okay, that came from out of nowhere. And then the guards are, like, disgusted by this. They're like, ugh, two men kissing. I'm like, what? This scene is so strange. Like, it was very weird. And then it's never referenced again. Like, spoiler alert, they the good guys win, and you don't see them, like, embrace or, or you know, they don't... It's just like, okay. <laughs> that was just a weird scene, right? I don't know. It's just strange, like... I guess they're gay? I don't know. I mean, it's fine. I just... It's just weird. It just came from out of nowhere. It's like, they've never... I don't know. Maybe I missed something. That they teased it or... I don't know. But, anyway. Uh, so, Andy and Niall locate them. And Andy goes in, kills a bunch of the guards. But Joe and Nikki, they're taken again on a plane. And then... During this, Andy realizes she's not healing as fast as she normally is. So, keep that in mind. So, Copley delivers Joe and Nikki to Merrick. Meanwhile, Andy gets some stitches at a pharmacy, which I didn't think pharmacies provided stitches, but, like, the clerk just is like, yes, let's go in the back and I'll do this. Like, all right. Maybe she thought she was like a, I don't know, like a a survivor of like a, I don't know, like domestic abuse or something, and was like, yeah, I'll help you. I don't know. I I guess. So, but uh, that's what she did. The pharmacy clerk just stitched her up. So the group makes their way to Paris. Booker betrays the group and delivers Andy to Copley. This was strange. So Copley's like, wants Andy to help advance this research for Merrick, right? And Booker tells... She's like, why? Why'd you do this, Booker? And Booker tells Andy, look, they might be able to discover a way to kill us. It's like, you've wanted this. you wanted a way out. And Booker also notices that Andy's not healing, by the way. And they kind of have a mind change. Like, Copley's like, doesn't want Andy to undergo this research because it might not survive the test and Merrick doesn't care, so he turns on Copley. It was very strange. And this whole time I'm wondering... So, Merrick is not a great guy. He's he's testing these people without their consent. So that's illegal. He's doing this, no doubt, for his own financial gain. He's... He, He's doing these tests, which he's mentioned that will cause them pain. They're unethical. They're without permission. This is all to serve a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company. On the flip side, 
these people have lived like a thousand years. I'm not saying that like just because they've been alive for a thousand years that like, oh, it's okay to kill them. But it's like, I don't know. Isn't the end game? Yeah, Merrick's a jerk. Yes, he's going to make billions of dollars. But like, what if he does advance research? What if he does cure dementia? What if he does raise life expectancy by like three to five years? You know, what was life expectancy for women? It's like 75 and men, it's 73 or something. What if he bumps that up by five years? Wouldn't that be nice? You know, wouldn't it be nice to live longer? I mean, maybe it wouldn't. I don't know. But I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem like he's, he's that evil of a guy. I don't know. I mean, he's not a good person and he's doing it for all the wrong reasons. I get that. I get that. But at the end of the day, it's like some good could come from this. And again, not saying that it's okay to kill these people because, again, they're not consenting to these tests. But it's like Andy does want out. Like Booker said it, like you've been looking for a way out. You've been looking for a way to get kill yourself. But yeah, I don't know. The villain doesn't seem all that evil to me. I mean, he is, but he could be helping the Earth. I don't know. And it's like, why don't these people want to, like, what if they just agreed to, like, you can test us, but don't be, I don't know. It's just, it's, isn't it, am I alone? I just think this is a little strange. I think it's a little strange that that's the villain's plan. Like, I'm going to help the world by torturing these people who can't die. And it's like, they've been alive for a thousand years. They probably want to die. I mean, I wouldn't want to be alive for a thousand years. There was a Twilight Zone episode where a guy wouldn't die, and he he's like, this other guy was like, I want your ability, I want it. And he's like, no, you don't. Like, I have to watch my loved ones grow old and die, and I just stay the same, and I fall in love again, and I watch her grow old and die, and you don't want that. So, yeah, I, I get it. I, I wouldn't want to live a thousand years. I'm good with, like, just give me to a hundred. I want to hit triple digits, then I'll I'll, I'll check out. So, Niall finds the immortals and frees them. Meanwhile, when Niall broke in, she dropped this big bladed weapon that Andy used in the beginning of the movie. Merrick has since taken it. The immortals fight uh, their way out of the building. They keep fighting. I should mention Booker's just back with the team. They were like, oh, you're a traitor. And then Andy's like, we'll talk about this later. And then he just like joins them again. Like, okay. Uh, so Merrick finds Andy and Niall and gets the bladed weapon back. Merrick, uh, or sorry, they stab Merrick in the neck with this big bladed weapon. And then Niall, I don't understand this. Niall then just tackles him out the window. And they're like 30 stories in the air. And they fall down the, to the street. They crash on this car. Of course, Merrick's like dead, <laughs> like completely dead. Niall gets up. But I'm thinking, like, you didn't have to do that. Because they do feel pain. That's the thing with the old guard. You can hurt them. They'll feel pain. They'll just heal really quick. But it's like, you didn't have to jump out the window and land on a car. Like, pretty sure the big bladed weapon to the neck would have... That would have killed Merrick. Like, you didn't need to tackle him out the window. But, whatever. Sure. <laughs> so, Niall and Booker have a talk at a bar. She's surprised they took him... She's surprised that uh, they took him back. And he's like, well, it's not like they can kill me. So that was a funny line. 
And then Niall shares Andy had a uh, had it arranged where she was killed in action, so her loved ones will have some sort of closure, and then the military won't say she's AWOL. I guess that was nice, because they make it a big deal. Like, you can't, uh, you know, once you join us, you can't leave. Like, everyone's going to... I mean, which it makes sense. It's like, if this were real, at some point, people are going to be like, hey, how come you're not aging? <laughs> and how come you never get hurt? Like, people would have these questions, so... And, you know, makes sense. Makes sense. You have to go into hiding. I get it. And then uh, Andy sentences Booker. She's like, I sentenced you a year of lone, a hundred years of loneliness. You're not allowed to contact this group anymore for a hundred years. It's like, God, that's a long freaking time. Like, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. So, yeah, I guess he's just going to be alone for a hundred years. The rest of the immortals contact Copley. They forgive him. They're a very forgiving group, except a Booker. Uh, Andy, t- well, they were f- they they forgave him for a little bit, and then they stopped forgiving him. So Andy tells Copley, "You'll protect us. You'll clean up after our messes, and you provide us with uh, cover. And in exchange, we'll do jobs for you." And they agree. Quick roll of the credits. A couple credits. I won't even call this a mid-credit scene. I'll call this a five seconds into the credit scene. Booker's enters his apartment and inside is Quinn. She says, it's nice to finally meet you. And then roll credits. So, that was The Old Guard. Um, yeah, look... I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. It was solid. It's got some cool action. I'll start with the positives. The premise is really good. I like the premise. It's it's like these these immortals, they can't be killed. But I did like also that like they didn't really quite explain about Andy's not being able to heal. Maybe there is a sequel coming out by the way. I don't know when. But Netflix said it filmed it last year, but there hasn't been any update on a release date. So I don't think it's affected by the strike if they already filmed it, but who knows. Anyway, um, so they they did add a little bit of stakes with Andy not healing. Maybe it's just like you're not immortal, but like you can live a really, really, really long time, that kind of thing. Plus they also threw in the fact that like, yeah, but Quinn was locked underwater for... 500 years so it's like there is something you can do to neutralize these people even though they can't be killed so I liked that it raised the stakes a little bit otherwise it's like you know some of these Superman movies where it's like Superman the the villain poses no threat to Superman like what was Superman 3 yeah that was anyway (laughs) so that was cool I like the premise the premise is good Charlize Theron is good uh, Niall, I mentioned, I liked her character a lot because it was, it was something cool where it's like, I liked the introduction of how they introduced her, where like they can all see her. I liked that they had to bring up a new person along. It helped kind of, exp- it was, it was a way to explain their history without, you know, doing like something lame, like, as you know, we've been around for a thousand years. You know, one of those deals in movies. So that was nice. That's what I meant earlier when I said I, I can't explain why I like this character, but you'll get it later. 
Now you get it. The negatives... Oh, and it had... The, the action was pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Negatives... The villain's plan, I just... I don't know. It was strange to me. Again, he doesn't seem like a terrible guy. He's ultimately trying to help the Earth. Yeah, he's greedy. Yeah, he's unethical. Yeah, he's a kidnapper. But, like, curing dementia is a good thing. Right? You know, adding life expect... Adding years to people's lives. That's a good thing, right? Although, funny enough, I heard uh, something funny about, uh, like, Social Security. Some people are actually saying, like, Social Security is drying up because people are living longer. And it's like, actually, that's true. <laughs> like, the life expectancy has gone up. So people are living longer. There's less money. Anyway. I'd rather people live longer than worry about money. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was like, okay. So, yeah, the pharmacy guy, eh, you know, he's not the worst villain. He's not the worst villain we've ever encountered. He might be the nicest villain we've we've had on the podcast. Again, he his, his, his true intentions, I'm sure, were not ethical. But, uh, yeah, it's a little weird. I will say this. I am excited for a sequel. I'll watch the sequel when it comes out. Because this is one of those movies where it's like, it was solid, it was fine, but I think a sequel could actually be really good. And this is a case, like, Quinn coming back, like, to me there's a lot you could do with the Quinn character. Like, she's stuck on, like, and, and then, by the way, Andy blamed herself for it. So, like, Quinn could be like, I was underwater for 500 years, alone, cold, and, like, just imagine, like, the only way I was able to get out was my Iron Maiden rusted through because it was underwater for so long. I was finally able to break out of this thing because of the, it rusted. <laughs> like, I had to wait on this thing to rust through. And, like, she could just be this insane, murderous person. Like, and it's like, cool, I'm in. I was intrigued by the Quinn character when they talked about her. And I'm like, I know she's going to come back. They wouldn't have brought her up if she didn't. So she seems like she'll be the villain in the second movie. That I'm excited for. The sequel, unless they write it poorly, the sequel should be better than the the first one. So I'm excited for a sequel. So it got me there. So Old Guard 7, sequel should be better. I don't know when it's going to come out, but uh, hopefully at some point. But yeah, it hasn't... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was... Uh, you know, I'm. It looks like it. The last update is uh, there was a, a delay because of uh, um, there was a fire where they were filming in in Italy, but that was as of August 2022. So you got to assume they're done by now. I don't know. Hopefully, but uh, anyway, that was the old guard. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, next week. The Disney Plus. I must said HBO, but no. Disney Plus. It's switched over recently. It is the New Mutants. Should have a guest on for that one. And yeah, that was, uh, that's a, a spinoff of the X-Men. It is, as of now, our final X-Men movie. X-Men re- related movie until, I don't know. Deadpool 3 got delayed. I'm so sad about that. Would you just solve this strike already? 
it's just going to, yeah, whatever. Anyway, going to end up on a quote here. I really like this one, but it's a two-person one, so I'll have to do both parts. So Niall says, <clears throat> are you the good guys or bad guys? And Joe says, depends on the century. 